Up next, Rob Smith is problematic, part of the Gingrich 360 Network. Let's be clear. What happened at the Capitol on January 6th was stupid, idiotic, ill-advised, completely cast a shadow on the Trump presidency, and none of those people should have ever been there. But the left is using this for reasons that are about political power, and we should resist their narrative about what happened at the Capitol on January 6th at every turn and stop letting them define this moment in history. This is Rob Smith is Problematic. Look, I I always keep it very real with you guys. I always keep it very real throughout my entire platform. And and you may have heard a little bit of what I'm about to say about the Capitol and all of this stuff before. But before I go into this and before I talk about the fact that we as conservatives or Republicans, independents, libertarians, whatever, really need to stop buying into the left's narrative about January 6th. I I want you to know how I truly feel about what happened at the Capitol on January 6th. First of all, there were a lot of grifters that were playing a game with people who bought into lies. And when I say these people bought into lies, they physically spent their money because they believed the lie that there was completely wide-scale election fraud and that Trump and, and Mike Pence and all of these people were literally going to turn over the results of the election on January 6th. This is what some of these people thought. And like I said, since every person that's in the public eye has to answer this question, do I believe in election integrity reform? Absolutely. Do I believe that there was a lot of funny business going on with that election? Absolutely. Do I believe that do I believe that the election was outright stolen? I'm not entirely sure if I if I can ever go that far and, and ever believe it. Um because I know that, you know, Trump lost the white vote. I know that there was a lot of stuff going on with some swing districts and all of that stuff that didn't really get a whole lot of attention. So I won't even go into that right now. But there are people who are making a lot of money off of selling this lie to people for months and months on end after the election, right? So between the election and January 6th, you got about uh, three months where a lot of grifters, and these were a lot of grifters on the far right, were making a lot of money lying to people. And this is what I was saying uh, around that time is that you have to stop allowing these people to lie to you because there are people who have very large platforms who are hustling, they're grifting, they're playing a game Um, and their game is you and their game is getting you to believe anything that they tell you. And in those three months after the election, they needed for you to believe that Mike Pence was going to overturn the election in favor of Donald Trump on January 6th. This is what they they believed, right? This is what they needed for for you to believe. I always thought that having anything at the Capitol on January 6th, any kind of rally like that, I just thought that it was a really, really bad idea. I thought it was such a bad idea that I turned down multiple offers from different organizations to come and speak. That is how bad of an idea that I thought it was. A couple of months prior to that, I'd gone to the Million MAGA March in in D.C. I was on book tour. It just happened to be, you know, uh, coinciding within my book tour. I was already in D.C. I was like, fine, I'll extend this for a couple of days and, and we'll figure this out. And the energy was just bad. 
Okay, I, there's no other way to describe it is that that was not positive energy and I didn't like being around it. There were a lot of people that flew to D.C. to, to, to fight with Black Lives Matter people and all of that stuff. So the energy was bad. So when January 6th came around and I knew that there was stuff going on there, I literally turned this down, right? So this is me saying, and, and this is, I'm going to wrap this up. I thought that January 6th was a supremely, supremely bad idea and I had a really bad feeling about this. And I did not go. And we all know exactly what happened. And like I said, what happened was stupid. It never should have happened. The people who both, like, it's it's a joke. Like, it just never should have happened. But you have to understand that the left is using what happened at the Capitol to manipulate their voters and to exert even more control over the narrative of Republicans, the narrative of conservatives, and the United States Army. They need you to believe that these people are armed and dangerous insurrectionists. You remember that word? Insurrection, insurrection. When the left, like when they hop on a word, that, that is just the word that the insurrectionists, insurrectionists, you know, they went to overflow the capital. This is what they need their people to believe. And this is what they have a lot of weak establishment Republicans throwing their people under the bus and, and parroting this out. Because what a lot of people don't realize about January 6th is that 95% of what happened at, at what happened in January 6th, there was a peaceful rally for election integrity. And that was what that was all about. Okay? It was a supremely poor choice for President Trump to, to tell those people to meet him at the Capitol. It was a supremely poor choice to make any part of that about going to the Capitol at all. It was just a poor choice. But there were tens of thousands of people that were there that never went to the Capitol that were there because they believed that their voice wasn't being heard, that they believed for whatever reason that their vote, that their vote was being stolen. And that's what a lot of people don't forget about that. And the leftist narrative about exactly what happened at the Capitol and what happened on January 6th, the leftist narrative is that these people were armed and dangerous, they were racist, they were white supremacists, they were all of these things that the left calls Republicans and calls conservatives, and that they went to completely overthrow the United States Capitol. Mind you, that these people were not armed, they have never found weapons on these people, on any of these people, even the ones that are charged, um, and, and that are some of which are still sitting in jail at this point, like still to this day, they never found any weapons on these people. These people were not armed militia members that were went. They were people, and I'm going to tell you 100% because a lot, like some people that went to the Capitol may be listening to this podcast, and I understand these people. Like, I completely understand it. And I understand that these people feel like their vote had been taken away, their voice had been taken away, that they have nothing, and that they wanted to go to the Capitol to show. You know, the, the people in charge, these elites on both sides, mind you, to show them a lesson. I understand the sentiment behind that, even though I realize that it was a supremely poor choice to go into the Capitol. But I get why people did it. Right. Do I believe these people are racist, Nazis, white supremacists, anything like that? Absolutely not. But the leftist narrative has to make people believe that this is what they have to push. And so this is why I'm against that January 6th commission. It is ridiculous because they don't want to get to the truth of what happened. The only thing they want is more clips to push their narrative. That is the only thing that they want because this January 6th commission is not about getting to the truth. And when you want to talk about truth to the left, uh, there's a lot of stuff 
that they have not even answered. There are a lot of questions that they have never even answered about this. And it is unfortunate that that is where the conversation is. But I'm telling you, the left is pushing this stuff. And the left needs you to believe that these people that went into the Capitol were armed, were dangerous, meant to kill Nancy Pelosi, meant to remember when AOC got caught in a bold-faced lie about where she was during the Capitol, where she was not in the Capitol at all. So she lied about that. These people are lying to push a narrative. And I'm going to tell you exactly why they are lying, exactly why they need to push this narrative, and exactly how dangerous it is after the break. So like I've already told you, the left is lying about exactly what happened at January 6th, and and they need to have a commission about all of this stuff, and they need to push forward the narrative that these people are racist, Nazis, white supremacists, whatever, and they're doing this for a lot of different reasons, and I I want to break it down exactly why they're doing this. First of all, it is no surprise, and it is no mistake, that they use this to build a literal wall around the Capitol that has concertina wire, and that there have been tens of thousands of National Guard troops that have been stationed in D.C. since January 6th. Now, and this is some a little bit of semi-breaking news, they are finally able to leave the Capitol because the Department of Defense declined to extend the deployment of the remaining troops beyond May 24th. So those National Guard troops that were used as a political prop by the left are now able to leave the Capitol, right? And so what that was all about is that this was a show of force that was some Banana Republic type stuff. And I'm telling you guys, this is what people who do not trust the fact that They do not trust the idea that they have the support of the American people because, look, like I said, do I think Biden won the election? Sure. Do I think that he got 80 million votes? Do I think that Joe Biden got more votes than anyone in American history, including Barack Obama? Absolutely not. That is false. And that is all about the ballot drop boxes and the mass mail-in voting and all of the crap that they pushed in 2020. This is why a lot of people do not trust that election. This is why a lot of people have questions about exactly what was going on, right? So these National Guard troops were there as a show of force, and they needed those National Guard troops there because even though the left has control of the media, of entertainment, of pop culture, of all of this other stuff, their ideas tend to be pretty unpopular, This is why they need all of journalists and media and entertainment and celebrities and all of that stuff to push them. But more importantly, they needed these troops there and they needed to push this idea that everybody that had any sort of question about election integrity, because remember, January 6th went so crazy that a lot of people forget that this was about election integrity. This was about people not trusting the results of an election. And so now we have people that say, if you don't trust the results of the election and you verbalize that, or if you have a question about anything that happened in 2020, this is something that you are not allowed to say. This is an opinion that you are not allowed to have. 
Why do you think that they spend so much time in the mainstream media um, degrading people that have questions about election integrity? Why do you think that they're spending so much time in the mainstream media um, going up against the audit that they're having in Arizona right now? Uh, Some of the audits that they're talking about possibly having in Georgia. Why do you think that the mainstream media is so against this? Sunlight is the best disinfectant. And whether you think Joe Biden was elected lawfully or, or fairly or not. You shouldn't have a problem with more light being shown on exactly what was going on. Because if you were that clear about how you thought that this was a free and fair election and all of that stuff and left, that's great. Then show, you know, throw it out, have the audit. But this idea that people are saying that anybody that says that is a joke, like that is a very dangerous idea. And this goes into exactly what's going on at the Capitol and exactly why they want the Capitol and what happened on January 6th to be seen as kind of like this 9-11 style event. And this is this is what people are saying. This is what some conservatives are even saying. Listen to um, the most establishment of the establishment Republican, George Will. Listen to what he said about the January 6th commission on ABC. Well, it's controversial for one reason. We have something new in American history that is a political party defined by the terror it feels for its own voters. That's the Republican Party right now. Every elected official is frightened of his voters, therefore doesn't respect his voters, doesn't like his voters, and is afraid that a vote for this will be seen as an insult to the 45th president. There's no reason, I mean, McConnell has a point. There are going to be lots of investigations. Journalists are going to go through this. There are 450-some criminal charges now being brought with 100 more probably to come. So there's going to be lots of information about this. I would like to see January 6th as burned into the American mind as firmly as 9-11, because it was that scale of, of shock to the system. And I think there will be a commission but it is controversial for that reason. So this is what the most establishment of establishment Republican says, that January 6th was as important as 9-11. This is basically what he's saying. And so January, so mind you, over 2,000 Americans died during 9-11, right? It's the, the most horrific terrorist attack um, on American soil in, in our history, right? And this, you have establishment Republicans like George Will saying that, well, what happened on January 6th is as important as 9-11 and as destructive and all of that stuff. That is a ridiculous and, and I would say offensive characterization. It makes absolutely zero sense. But you have to understand that establishment Republicans and people on the left are in the same They're in the same camp when it comes to all of this stuff, because George Will is talking a lot um, during this segment about um, a, a lot of these elected officials not liking their voters. George Will, an establishment Republican, I'm telling you, these people do not like Trump voters at all. The Trump base was always the Republican base, right? But it was easy for them, it was easy for establishment Republicans to sort of throw a little red meat out to that base and say, oh, well, you know, and this is back in the day, this is what they do now because they, you know, we, we've, we've changed. But back in the day, oh, you don't like gay marriage, vote for us. Back in the day, you know, you don't like all of this stuff, like all of this social issue stuff. And they were able to not really deal with the middle class and the working class. 
And they were able to just, you know, throw this red meat at them and still get those votes. And that was how establishment Republicans were able to maintain power before Trump. That did not work with Trump, right? Because he activated voters that didn't care about the social issue BS, but we're talking about things like working class populist issues, issues that the Republican Party had gotten so far away from. So there are establishment Republicans that do not like these people. They do, do not like the types of people, these Trump, the types of people that broke into the Capitol on January 6th. They do not like them. They are repulsed by them. They think that they are disgusting. And I'm going to be completely honest with you. They do not like the kind of people that went to, went to D.C. on January 6th, the kind of people that broke into the Capitol, the kind of people that go to Trump rallies, the kind of people that have always been their base. They do not like these people. And so they will join forces with the left to smear, degrade, and debase these people, which is why some of these establishment Republicans like the Susan Collinses and like the Liz Cheney's and like the George Wills will be all for the January 6th commission. Because the January 6th commission is not about finding any more truths about January 6th. The January 6th commission is about nothing more than smearing and degrading the Trump base. In these kinds of voters. That is what this is all about. And so that is why they are all for this. And I'm telling you this, and I'm being very honest with you. You have to resist the narrative of the left and the narrative of these establishment Republicans that hate this base. They do not care about the Trump base. Resist that narrative about January 6th. So we as conservatives, this is how we need to talk about January 6th. And I feel like at the beginning of this, I had to say how stupid it was because it was a stupid thing to go do to attack the Capitol or to to invade the Capitol, whatever it was. But how we should be talking about January 6th is that we respect and appreciate that these voters cared enough about their democracy to show up in D.C. Because people forget the reason why people were in D.C. on January 6th is to stand up for election integrity. Because these people thought that their voices weren't being heard. Because these people thought that their votes weren't being counted. And that's why they were there. Tens of thousands of people that were at the rally... Before anybody went to the Capitol, people, tens of thousands of people that were at the rally were there because they wanted their voices heard, because they didn't feel like their votes were counted, because a lot of these people feel as if their votes were stolen. So when we talk about January 6th, stop getting into the leftist narrative where all they want to talk about is the attack that happened at the, counter, at the Capitol. Why don't we talk about exactly why people were in D.C. on January 6th in the first place? Why don't we talk about the mass mail-in voting that was pushed forward by the left that makes people doubt election integrity? Let's talk about the fact that we have these drop-in ballot boxes, right, that were not a huge part of our election system until the left used the coronavirus pandemic to push this stuff. Now they're a part of it forever, and the left wants to tell you that uh, – that you know, even if you put these mail-in, these ballot drop boxes within absentee voting areas that are secured, they want to tell you that even that is racist. They want to tell you that you are a crazy person for even saying that. So to buy into this leftist narrative about what happened on January 6th is to ignore 
the tens of thousands of Americans that felt like their voices were not being heard and that their votes were not being counted, which is why they were there in the first place. To go into the leftist narrative about what happened on January 6th is to say that all of these literally 75 million people that voted for Donald Trump are racist, Nazis, white supremacists, insurrectionists. And by the way, there's a lot of that going into exactly why in the United States military they had this quote-unquote stand-down against extremism, right? The stand-down and they're trying to vet people's social media is because we don't need people that voted for Trump or, or people that are conservative in the United States military. That is what this stuff is all about. So do not buy into the left's narrative about that. And this January 6th commission is all about searing that image into the minds of the American public because House Democrats have power. And they need to distract from the fact that Biden is absolutely failing America right now. And I think that people really don't understand. So let me give you a a couple of facts here about what is going on right now in America. And this is from uh, the officer Tatum from the Tatum report. The cost of living under the Biden administration, a thousand feet of lumber board, $304 $304 in 2020, $1,500 in 2021. A gallon of gas, average, a buck 95 in 2020, $3.05 in 2021. One bushel of corn, $3.43 in 2020, $6.86 in 2021. One ton of coal, $39 in 2020, $80 in 2021. So the fact is that inflation is happening. Your cost of living is probably going up, okay? And that is the truth. And so the January 6th commission and all of this other stuff is supposed to distract you, the voter, the person that is listening from the truth of what is going on in the Biden administration right now. That is what this this is all about. So reject the left's narrative about January 6th. Reject the left's desire to have a commission because they are not interested in the truth. If they were interested in the truth, the American people would know the name of the officer who shot and killed Ashley Babbitt. If they were interested in the truth, they would not have used their media minions to promote the lie that Officer Brian Sicknick was bludgeoned to death by Capitol protesters. With a fire extinguisher. When it was revealed that he died of a stroke. These people are not interested in the truth. These people are interested in nothing more than creating their own narrative about what happened at the Capitol on January 6th. They are interested in nothing more than smearing 75 million people that voted for Republicans and voted for Donald Trump as racists, sexists, homophobic, bigot, white supremacists who went into the Capitol to kill Democrats. That is the only narrative that they're interested in. And the more that we as conservatives or Republicans buy into that narrative, the more that we allow that narrative to take hold, the more that we allow weak leaders like Liz Cheney or Susan Collins or weak leadership in the Republican Party that will not stand up against this January 6th commission, the more that we allow that to happen is the more power that we give to the left to absolutely define what happened in the Capitol on January 6th and what happened in D.C. on January 6th. So my advice 
to all of you is to stop buying into their narrative and to stop having the conversation that these people want you to have about the Capitol in January 6th. Have the conversation about tens of thousands of people who are concerned about election integrity, who are concerned about their vote not counting. Have the conversation about tens of thousands of people who will actually show up and support their candidate. Have the conversation about why the left wants to distract the American public with things that don't really matter because they know that the things that do matter to you, the American public, the people, us, we the people, the things that matter to us right now, this administration is failing us. They are failing us on the economy. They are failing us on the, on the border. They are failing us on gas. They are failing us in every way that they could possibly be failing us right now. So the January 6th commission and the entire leftist narrative about what happened in Washington, D.C. on January 6th is built on a lie that is meant to distract you. So do not buy into the left's narrative about it. Coming up, where did coronavirus come from? A stunning new Wall Street Journal report has some new information on the question that is on everyone's lips over one year into the pandemic. Where did coronavirus come from? That is the question. Now, remember that very early on, before people, anybody knew what this was, right? Before anybody knew what was going on. The prevailing theory was that this came from a wet market in China, right? So it came from somebody who was eating bat soup, and then it just, you know, that that's how it happened, right? So that was the prevailing narrative that was that was pushed forward, you know, by the media with a strong assist by Chinese propaganda, um, because they use they use uh, the United States media to uh, push their propaganda because. We are so sensitive and PC and sensitive about race and racism and all that other stuff that you there, there were ways that we were not allowed to talk about the origins of the coronavirus pandemic. But there's a crazy new Wall Street Journal report that has some information on this. And this Wall Street Journal report suggests that COVID-19, the coronavirus, the virus that killed 500,000 Americans, the, the virus that killed countless more worldwide, the virus that has destroyed and, and, and changed our lives in so many fundamental ways over the past 15 months, we'll say. This suggests that it came out of a lab in China, and I'm going to read you a little of this Wall Street Journal report. Three researchers from China's Wuhan Institute of Virology became sick enough in November 2019 that they sought hospital care, according to a previously undisclosed U.S. intelligence report that could add weight to growing calls for a fuller probe of whether the COVID-19 virus may have escaped from the laboratory. The details of the reporting go far beyond a State Department fact sheet issued during the final days of the Trump administration, which said that several researchers at the lab, which is a center for the study of coronaviruses and other pathogens, became sick in autumn 2019, quote, with symptoms consistent with both COVID-19 and common seasonal illness. So this is what we're getting right now. So this is what we're getting right now 15 months into this. And this is, I'm going to read you what the Washington Journal says about, you know, the, the lab researchers, the, the person that is describing the intelligence, right? It said, 
The information that we had coming from various sources was of exquisite quality. It was very precise. What it didn't tell you was exactly why they got sick. And so let's break it all down here. And by the way, China is still denying this. They are still denying this. And and I'm telling you, the Communist Party of China will deny this until the end. They will deny their real numbers about how many people got sick and how many many people died of the coronavirus. They have such tight control of anything that comes from China that they will not tell you. I I mean, and I've read reports and I've read um, third third party stuff about them. They literally locked their elderly in their homes to die of this. This is what I've heard. I've heard that people were dying in the streets. I've heard that, that China distributed propaganda of videos of people just, you know, before in the earlier days, this was something that was staged by, by, you know, Chinese officials, people frothing at the mouth and throwing up blood and all of this other stuff to freak Chinese people enough uh, to freak them out enough into like staying at home because they had a, a whole shelter in place. There's a lot of crazy stuff going there, but China has repeatedly denied this is the wall street journal that the virus escaped from one of its labs. On Sunday, China's foreign ministry cited a WHO, that's the World Health Organization-led team's conclusion after a visit to the Wuhan Institute of Virology, or WIV, in February, that a lab leak was extremely unlikely. This is coming from China. And this is what the foreign ministry said in response to a request for comment by the Wall Street Journal. This is what they said. The U.S. continues to hype the lab leak theory. Is it actually concerned about tracing the source or trying to divert attention? And the Wall Street Journal went to the Biden administration about this intelligence. They declined to comment. And so this is where we are right now. And this is not a good place. And mind you, do not I would not believe a word that China says about any of this. And it was very interesting to me that um and, and when we talk about wokeism and all of this stuff, I, I think that people don't fundamentally understand how weak it makes America and it, and it leaves us vulnerable to be manipulated because I remember reading stuff um, their spokespeople you know government spokespeople from China were basically saying that you know if you say this it's racist and remember um, when we were having that whole moment where president where this um, some Asian reporter uh, I think it was like uh, Celia Celia Zhang or something like that from CBS was saying that somebody called the coronavirus the Kung flu and blah 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 and there was this whole thing about that so that is what we were talking about while China was lying to all of us about this and while the Chinese government was laughing at us and basically manipulating all of the woke, far-left race craziness that we deal with in America to try to protect themselves from this and to try to outright lie to us. And the sad thing about it is, is that they will probably get away with this because Americans cannot be united against China. They cannot say, we couldn't even say that this virus came from China. Even you weren't even allowed to say that because it was racist. And now even one year ago, this is a CNN article from one year ago where Trump said that he has seen evidence that coronavirus originated in a Chinese lab. And so this is from May May of 2020. And this is the CNN headline. Trump contradicts U.S. intel community by claiming he's seen evidence coronavirus originated in a Chinese lab. 
And this is what he said. Because you know Trump always, you know, he would talk to reporters all the time. He said, and this was in May of 2020, said that he had seen evidence that gives him a, quote, high degree of confidence that the coronavirus originated in a laboratory in Wuhan, China. Yes, I have, Trump said, when asked whether he's seen evidence that would suggest the virus originated in the lab. Later, when he asked when was when he when asked why he was confident in that assessment, Trump demurred. I can't tell you that. I'm not allowed to tell you that, he said. Now, one year later, we have a very credible report that this virus is likely to have come from the lab in Wuhan. And make no mistake, it is no mistake that the Wall Street Journal is a conservative-leaning institution. It is no mistake that this is probably the, one of the most substantial pieces of reporting that has come out, actual reporting that has come out on this, and there was reporting that Fox News did last year as well, because the only people that are doing any kind of reporting are conservative media outlets. There is nobody on the left that is doing any sort of real reporting right now. They're doing nothing but stories on race and racism. That's all that's all they're focused on. They don't they're they don't care about this. That doesn't because this story does not help further the Biden administration. This story does not help further whatever the left agenda is. So now thank God the Wall Street Journal has some real reporting going on. And I think that the dominoes are starting to fall and a lot of people are very vindicated right now because If you said this a year ago, if you said that it is quite possible and probable that the coronavirus came out of this lab in China, you were seen as a conspiracy theorist or what you're watching too much Fox News, listening to too many far right people. That's crazy talk. But here we are one year later. And I will tell you this. Now that we know, I mean, this report proves to me, honestly, to tell you the truth, that this virus did come from the lab in Wuhan. But now that we are seeing this evidence, and now that we are seeing this reporting, I think that we should be very critical of anybody that wants to call us conspiracy theorists anymore. Anybody that wants to call you a conspiracy theorist because you are critical about a mainstream media narrative, that means that they lack critical thinking. And mind you, And going back to earlier in this episode, these same people who are anti-election integrity, security measures, all of that stuff, they say that that is the domain of conspiracy theorists. But now, one year later, when it comes to this coronavirus and when it comes to the origins, this is proving to you beyond a shadow of a doubt that the conspiracy theorists were right. The only question is, what else are they right about? Before we go, I want to thank my fellow Problematics so much for listening. If you're enjoying the show, please leave us a review and rate us with five stars on Apple Podcasts. You can also find me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Rob Smith Online. Special thanks to our producer, John Cassio, researcher Aaron Kliegman, and executive producers Debbie Myers and speaker Newt Gingrich, part of the Gingrich 360 Network.